You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This this is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. We are back on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati. We heard from Joe Burrow, mandatory minicamp. The Bengals will have one more full day today when you're hearing this podcast and then a shorter version of it on Thursday before they wrap up, pack up, and they'll head out of town before training camp gets here late July. But we heard from quarterback Joe Burrow today. And, uh, you know, Joe always finds something to talk about, and I feel like it'll um, go semi-viral in the Twitter world for the Cincinnati sports fans, Bengals fans. And uh, I actually want to start out with the first thing because everybody wants to know, hey, when's this contract going to get done? And Joe was asked about that, and he pretty much is like, look, I've I've given you enough information before, and and maybe this is something we're going to hit on when we get to training camp, but really didn't have any new news to offer. I've said it before. I put it out there on social media. I think this contract extension will get done the first week, maybe early on into training camp, Uh, definitely before preseason. It's just past history of what they've done with their big-time players when it comes to contract extensions and that's just what I'm guessing I I don't think it's going to happen between now and training camp but if it does then great news for Bengals fans and Joe Burrow then we can only talk about training camp when we get there uh but what did you uh think about what Joe said it's all it's all been pretty much out in the media that they wanted to stay quiet behind closed doors yeah it really doesn't feel too much like uh new news to me I mean it is and it isn't it's just I don't think he's upset. Uh, I think that would be what I could take away out of it is that it seems like things are going pretty well, but the reason I don't consider it that big of news, it's just, you know, it's no real update. No. <laughs> you can read into it. You can read into it. You can certainly read into it about, does that mean that it will be signed by then? Or does that just mean I'm not talking to you guys about that? Um, and I'm going to set a date so that you guys stop asking me. Um, it's true. That's that's where I am on it. It's just the deal will get done when it gets done. I'm hoping you're right about it. I've I've been hoping for the past like two months that he'll sign a, his big extension, just because even though you have 99.9% certainty that he will sign and remain a Cincinnati Bengal, it sure does sound different when he actually is signed, and you're not talking about hypotheticals. Also, I feel like it will quiet down, um, you know, the nonsense Twitter people that think they can't pay him, which still I think exists a little bit, even though they are dwindling out. Uh, but yeah, it is good to hear. It's good to not have him say, well, if they pay me what I'm worth, I'll be out there or something like that. That would be bad, but, uh, he's saying the right things and we don't know much. I think that's the biggest part of this. We don't, we don't really know anything. They took that silence vow and now neither side is trying to do any of the, um, you know, Burrow wants too much guaranteed. He's trying to cripple the organization and Burrow sending back. They only offer me a grilled cheese. 
the thing is, I want to know what Ian Rappaport and Adam Schefter are tweeting to the agent or texting to the agent and just saying, when are you going to know what's going on? Can you offer any more news? And he's, they're like, no, nah, we got nothing. We're not going to say anything because, you know, they're trying to get that agent to give them some news on what's happening. Every time Ian Rappaport does an NFL Network interview and it's about Joe Burrow, it's just it's just they're working on it. The conversations are happening and it's nothing that, you know, the fans don't know right now. So I'm sure they're trying to get his agency to say something, but I can appreciate it. I've said it before that um, the, the Bengals front office and Joe Burrow is involved in the contract extension conversations with his agency and they're keeping it behind closed doors. And I think that's absolutely huge uh, for this contract to get to the finish line. And it just feels like we are going to have a pretty quiet four more weeks and then uh, maybe we get closer to that news breaking. But to be determined, I have heard zero about that. It's just an overall guess because it always just seems like it falls around that date. Joe Burrow also talked about uh, wanting to be in this. Actually, I saw it on the NFL Instagram account. They used that quote, and I'm sure uh, a lot of fans had a reaction to it. He wants to be the best in the world. Uh, but when he was asked about that and, and, and the best quarterback in the NFL right now, he says it's Patrick Mahomes. You know, no surprise there. And Joe's, I would agree with Joe. I think it's Patrick Mahomes. And then, you know, you can start to have that conversation that Joe can get there. It's really possible. We've watched Joe in the last three years, and he's been really – actually two and a half years, and he's been really fun to watch. And you can look back at the last AFC Championship game and the Super Bowl and say, man, they were close to having two Lombardis, and he'd be right up there. Uh, he'd actually have more than Patrick Mahomes if that would have worked out like that. And uh, he is where he is right now, but he's going to admit who he feels like is the best in the NFL. And, and I agree with Joe Burrow. But uh, what did you think of Joe's comments about that stuff? Yeah, I think for a while we kind of, uh, well, we collective. Um, I've thought Mahomes is still the best, even mm-hmm. in the heat of the battle. And when Burrow beat him in Arrowhead again, I was still kind of thinking, like, I, I still think Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. I think there's plenty of evidence that you could create a case for Burrow. But end of the day, I think when you look at the accolades, what Mahomes has done, what Mahomes did with and without Tyree Kill, I think you can make a stronger case the other way that Mahomes is still the best quarterback in the world. And that's okay. Um, <laughs> Cal Naughton Jr. said nothing wrong with Silver. So uh, it's where he is right now. He wants to be the best. If you go out and you have the season Mahomes just did, you are now the best. I think anybody who could win an MVP and then also win the Super Bowl and Super Bowl MVP, going to be hard to fight. They're not the best quarterback in the world uh, in that moment. So if Burrow can do that, repeat what Mahomes just did, this is why Mahomes is the best right now, then I think you have a strong case that Burrow's not the best. But until then, I think you have to settle for second place, fighting for that number two spot. And you just, look, you beat the Chiefs twice, you win the Super Bowl, you do all, you don't even need the MVP at that point you might be able to make the case that you're better. And uh, I think I think he's there. I think he's in the conversation. I just think it's still pretty universally Mahomes as the number one guy. Um, that's just, you know. Like I said, if you're the best player in the regular season and postseason, hard case, hard case to sell me that there's somebody that's better than you at your position. I 100% agree with you. I, I do think it's Patrick Mahomes, number one. And can Joe Burrow beat out Patrick Mahomes and, and take that 
spot 100%. I, I truly believe um, just watching Joe that he's able to do that. I think some of the conversation that is always wild to me and I I, I said, a, you know, I think the, the Bengals and the Chiefs have the best rivalry in the NFL. It is really fun to watch and, you know, we can joke and say, well, is it really a rivalry? If, you know, before they were winning any games, it felt like it was just the Bengals were heavy in that in that uh, matchup. But now, you know, the Chiefs have one on them and, and winning a Super Bowl is absolutely huge in the year that they beat the Bengals in the AFC Championship game. So, I love it i love watching it um i think you know when you hear about joe burrow and and maybe some outsiders who watch the nfl their biggest thing is well look at the wide receivers he has you know they have jamar chase they have t higgins uh, he has tyler boyd out there and and you know you look over at patrick mahomes and it's like oh he is without tyree kilt but i think a lot of people forget he has a hall of fame tied in and his offensive line has been legit for the last couple of years. So that's been pretty helpful for Patrick Mahomes too. Um, I love, I love the conversation and, and I hope we get that. And that continues. I really hope that every single time these two teams play each other, we can get incredible matchups. And that continues with that new year's Eve game. I hope it means something. Maybe it's a one seed, maybe it's a two seed, you know, depending on what the playoffs look like in the rankings. And if Cincinnati is able to, you know, repeat and, and, and win the division again, that that game is going to be huge. Like they've all been, and um, I'm really looking forward to it. And it's a really fun conversation to have. But yeah, overall, Joe Burrow's right. I would say Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL, but Joe wants to get there. And Joe, you know, this offseason, um, compared to his first year when he was drafted, it was the COVID year. And I know every NFL player was dealing with that too, but it was his rookie year. The following year, he's rehabbing from his ACL injury, brutal injury in his rookie season. And then last year, the appendix happened during training camp. This year, he's working on a lot of different things personally um, on the field and just trying to make his game better, get better at things that he struggled with last year. When, when you think about what you saw from Joe and things that he, he struggled with as a quarterback, which the list feels really small, what do you think is going to be big for Joe to, to just be working on over the training camp and, and going into the regular season? Yeah, last year I thought there was like granular stuff he could work on, and he did, and timing, um, not holding the ball too long, getting better at not taking sacks. I've always thought he had good pocket presence. He just might overestimate his own ability to get out of things and be Superman. And it seems like now he has kind of reeled that in. What I think of most is just to be consistently great. Um, you just, you had games last year and you could point to early on and you could blame the appendicitis. I'm sure that that is the serious, you know, that, that does matter. Um, but, you know, four interception games, hard to win an MVP after that, after that start, because you're starting off uh, shooting yourself in the foot and then trying to run a marathon. So then he didn't have a good game against Dallas either in week two. And this is probably appendicitis related. <laughs> That's mm -hmm. the thing about it. It's like, I'm not trying to blame him or like, you know, how does he get better? Not getting appendicitis, starting the season strong, but then also just consistently play great throughout the rest of the year. I thought, you know, that last Baltimore game, last game of the season, yes, there were other things around that game with the whole DeMar Hamlin situation and the coin flip and whatnot. But that was another week game that he had. And they just, they do pop up once in a while nobody's perfect but if he could consistently be great and you know maybe there's a game in there that you don't have the best game but none of them are at the level of week one Steelers with the four interceptions and one half um and you're able to consistently play at a high level i think that would be the biggest thing in the 
the thing about it is just when Burrow plays at a high level, it's certainly very hard to beat the Bengals. Uh, that is true of any team with their quarterback playing that well. But when you look at the games they lost and then you look, well, how well did Joe Burrow play? I know we always talk about that 49ers game, which he did play excellent in uh, mm-hmm. that they that they lost. But when you think of other games that they've lost, you kind of go, well, you know, the, the quarterback play, not that it was bad, but it could have been even better because we expect more out of this quarterback. I remember early on last year, it was going into the Saints game, maybe the first first probably drive. I was like, man, Joe just kind of seems a little slow this year. And obviously the appendix is going to be something you're going to point at. And then you get a new offensive line. It really felt like they got the ball moving when they were playing the Dolphins. And, uh, you know, the offensive line had their conversation with Joe Mixon. They were getting everything going. It was brand new for a lot of people on the offensive side of the ball. And I just thought, man, Joe just seems off. And then Joe has himself a home homecoming with Jamar Chase. And they end up winning that game. And, and it just really felt like they they got the ball rolling. Everything was moving along. And there, there's going to be, you know, these conversations. We are less than two months away from the conversation of, does Joe Burrow take reps in preseason? You know that's coming, right? Yeah. I think he wants to, and the team doesn't want him to. I think other guys should, though. I think other guys should take those preseason reps. I think that was something that hurt them. A little bit, you know, Jonah Williams not playing with Cordell Volson, their first time playing together being week one, and Law Collins and Alex Kappa not playing together, and I'll, you know, Ted Karras playing with nobody. It's just they had an entirely new unit, and it felt like they could have been better served to play a, a few snaps together in the preseason. Practice is practice, it's just the live bullets, and those still aren't the preseason. Um, but you know, that has more of a regular season real feel to it rather than practice does. So I think other guys should play a little bit in the preseason. Maybe not Joe Burrow, maybe not Jamar Chase, maybe not T Higgins or Tyler Boyd, maybe not the weapons, but to me, high communication positions. And some of that, I think the offensive line should a little bit Orlando Brown, Cordell Volson, get that marriage going. Whoever's at right tackle with Alex Kappa, get that going. I might as well just throw Karras in there too. You just start the offensive line a little bit. Um, I don't think Joe Mixon needs to play, but the other part that I think these guys should play is the secondary high communication level in that unit. And it's a lot of new pieces. I think they should play, you know, just like a series or two, maybe three series in the preseason, just to get a feel for it. I know you practice, you practice and you try to get that stuff down, but just, you know, send them out there for a series and, you really hope nobody gets hurt, but it's the NFL. People are going to get hurt. If it didn't happen there, it could have happened the first snap of week one. I don't, I don't think you can play scared too much. I think you're allowed to you know, do it a little bit, but rest guys that really don't need it. But for the guys that, you know, it's not that they need it, but you could benefit from it. I'd, I'd play those guys personally. I don't know how you feel about it. I'm I'm nervous about playing them. I really am. And I know I feel like everybody's going to be 50% on that decision of saying, look what happened last year. And you can't let that happen again with your offensive line. Me personally, I think I'm willing to risk it. And I know it's in Cleveland and they've struggled with the matchup against Cleveland. Not recently, not in the last matchup, but Deshaun Watson and, and that team out there. But previously, uh, when it comes to, to what it's looked like against Cleveland, and I just – 
I say you risk it and and they don't get the 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 reps. I'm okay with secondary. I think that's extremely important, especially with some of these rookies who I don't feel like Lou's gonna throw out there early on, but it wouldn't hurt for them to get these these game time reps. And I know it's different in preseason versus regular season, but I, I do. I like that secondary outlook on on getting the reps in preseason, but I don't know, man. I, when it comes to Joe or even the offensive line, I'm like, you know, let's just wait until September, wait until regular season. But they could have a different mindset, and they could look at last year and think, look, they were a extra point away from from possibly getting that number one seed, and um, that could have allowed them to get to another Super Bowl. So that was absolutely huge. And I've said it before, if Joe Joe had himself a second half versus the Steelers, after what happened in the first half, if they yeah. win that game or the extra points made, we were talking about this comeback. And Incredible comeback by the the Bengals offense. They were able to bounce back and and win the game. People forget T. Higgins went out of the game. Um, so it's just unfortunate how it's, it's easy to go back to that game, just like we do the AFC Championship game. Um, you know, just things that they really missed those opportunities. So no, I'm looking forward to Joe Burrow in year four, and and hopefully Joe is uh, going into year four with um, that contract extension. That would be really fun to talk about. But more with mandatory minicamp next on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati.